Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Uh, we are going to have another interesting show today. We're going to be talking about everything that's happened, of course, in the WAL 404 over the last week. And we're also going to be talking on the debut Pound for Pound Arm Fights Unleashed series that just happened as well. And uh, and anything else that's been going on in the world of arm wrestling. John Brzezink, how are you? Good, how are you doing, Ryan? Very, Good to hear from you again. Yeah, very well, very well. Uh, how was, did, we, did we make your pizza go cold last, last episode? You sat there very yeah. patiently. <laughs> <laughs> I ate half of it. I had half of a beer and half the pizza before you called, so oh, that's it was all good. Yeah, I felt bad yeah, for he, you. I felt bad for you when I watched the episode back. I thought, oh no, John's clutch is going cold for sure. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't sure how that was going to turn out with the uh, trucks in the background and the wind noise and everything. And but it turned out good. I had a good uh, uh, film guy. He was. He stayed steady with the uh, the iPhone. Yeah, he did well. Which, he did well. Hey, John. Wal four hundred four just happened um, only a couple of days ago. Um, I thought it was an outstanding event. What did, what did you think of the event? Uh, from the beginning to end, it was just they just keep improving. I mean, uh, the backgrounds, just the intros, um, the cards were just fantastic. I mean, you couldn't ask for better, evenly matched matches than uh, that, that went on. I mean, from beginning to end, there was none none that were boring, right? I mean, yeah. they were all amazing yeah it was um it was actually incredibly entertaining for me in that um just li literally half an hour before wal 404 was about to kick off i messaged my um local pub manager and said hey um what are the odds of you getting this 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 link put up on the big screen any any obliged and we had it we had a big crowd in the pub watching wal on the big screen and there were there were tables everywhere with people arm wrestling each other so it worked. Yeah. I thought, wow, we're onto something here. I think every arm wrestler on the so, planet needs to do that. And so what did he use? Did he use like an um, Apple TV device? How did he get it up well, on he, his TV? He, he, just, he, he just jumped on his laptop and um, had his laptop linked to uh, the big projector that he had. And, um, oh, okay. And yeah, and just the same, the same link that uh, kind of that I would have watched it on if I had been sitting at home. And, uh, and yeah, right. and, and right. it was amazing. And, and, the, and to be honest, the, the pub manager at the end of it said, man, that was awesome. Thank you so much for letting me know about that. And he's like, when's the next All one? Right. So, yeah. so, 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 so we have a fan, yeah. a place to go. We do. So Brisbane arm wrestlers, we know where we're going. But I think, I think every arm wrestler on the planet could do that very easily, just, just yeah. drop, drop down. Well, I, we, we talk, we've talked before. I, I've had a difficult time finding or getting it on my TV, but I, I think the answer to most people that have the iOS, you know, the iPhones, is just getting a you know, $30, 40 Apple TV device and hooking up to the TV to be able to mirror the yeah. mirror the program on a TV. That'd be the way to go for sure. That's it. But, but John, yeah. John, did you have a favorite match up of the day for 404? Uh, well, both both the, the two final ones, you know, uh, Todd Hutchins and Ron Bath, which we were all so looking forward to. Uh, I thought it was going to be a little bit more evenly matched than, than it turned out. Um, Todd, you know, uh, dominated. Um, but I, I knew, I kind of knew in the back of my mind that he, he could possibly do that. He could pull Ron out of position and Ron could never really get in his sweet spot. Um, he's got that ability to really pull you off center and just maintain that till, till you're, till you're done. So, yeah. well, um, great, great match, but it was a little disappointing that Ron couldn't get it anywhere, even on his side of the table at any, any, any moment. Yeah. But. Yeah. Interestingly, um, Todd Hutchings to me looked like the biggest Todd Hutchings I've ever personally seen. Uh, his neck looked thick, and he just he he looked like he was 
flush full of energy. Yeah, and, uh, and, uh, and to be honest, he, he normally walks around like that. I mean, for him to make 195, he, he almost kills himself. I mean, I, he, I, he literally cuts 20 pounds. I mean, he's, yeah. he's got it down to a science for sure. But uh, now I saw him, but he was bigger, um, definitely bigger when he pulled uh, Haji, you know, Zolov in Vegas. Yep. That's probably the biggest I've ever seen him. But um, no, he looked he looked confident, well prepared. Uh, yeah, I mean, he just he's he just strong. keeps getting. Just keeps getting better. How strong is Rustin Babayev, though? I mean, I was talking to Travis. I was like, holy crap. I mean, this is the same guy that just got beat a couple months ago by, you know, someone that's similar weight. I mean, yeah, yeah it's, hard to, Babayev, it's hard to figure. I think, I think he's, he's got to be the inform, inform heavyweight or even light heavyweight uh, on the planet. But, um, we're, yeah, we're going to see him against Tim Bresnan at, at, uh, in November. I, I, I think that... Um, I think that that will be Rustam's, but uh, how, how would you see that one going with Tim? I, I think it's either a smash or, I mean, it's, it all depends on Tim's ability to pronate and, and keep uh, Rustam's hand flat. If Rustam's able to set up high like he normally does and just carve down hard on, on your wrist, um, I think it's going to be quick work for Tim. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think Tim's going to possess the type of power to, to, to stop that. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see. But yeah, but anyway. And then, the, and, then, and then the second match that you know you're asking me, you know, um, Jordan Sill and yeah. RBJ. I mean, awesome. I, I, I figured <laughs> I figured if Jordan was going to win, it was going to have to be off the start, explosive, boom, get it done quick. Uh, and he, he proved that, and he did that the first match. And it almost seemed like he got a little too. I don't know, a little too cocky. What did you think? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I thought, he, oh shit! Don't get, don't, don't celebrate <laughs> yet. I mean, you're already giving high fives and like it's over, it's over. And this this dude's got a lot of fight left in him. And yeah, Jordan, RBG Jordan, came back a second match. And <laughs> Jordan had that look in his eye after that first round of like, yeah, this is this is mine. He he was confidently staring at RBJ, and RBJ was lost and looked he looked he looked shaken. And I I didn't think that RBJ was going to come back and do what he did, but. Credit to him. Yeah. Outside of straps, outside of straps, RVJ's hand is amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. He was relaxed. He was confident. I really liked the approach that RVJ had. He was just, you know, kept everything bottled up, super smooth, super calm, um, calculative. Yeah, but you're right. The, the straps probably made the biggest difference. If if Jordan could have possibly gotten out and, and stabilized that. Um, you know, stabilize the grip a little bit better by slipping and going to the straps in the second and third match, which yeah. I don't know why he didn't do that. He just maybe felt a little bit too confident and figured he could do it without it. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. but yeah, but awesome, awesome comeback. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I, I think when we when we look at our predictions that we we uh, we put out there, I think we I think we got three out of the um, the five. I think between. Yeah, <laughs> I was like I was thinking I nailed it, but maybe I was wrong. Oh, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. no, I, I thought I thought possibly that would go into a hook match, RBJ and, and Jordan, and it yeah. never did. I mean, both of them are obviously wanting to stay outside and, and use their hand strength. Um, yeah. You know, they're both incredible top roller so yeah but yeah the, the other the other matches that were particularly close uh, on the scoreboard um we had um that opening round with jeff hale and jamie sheldon um three two to jeff hale but it it jeff almost got unlucky with foul calls and uh, I, right. but I think i think the right, right. man won in the end Right, I was thinking. Well, that uh, that, uh, that was one that I got wrong. Right, I, I did vote for Jamie on that one. I thought Jamie would be able to stretch him out and get him top rolled, and and he kind of did the first match, but just just didn't have the horepower to finish it off. And uh, yeah, no, I was actually feeling sorry for Jeff. You know, after that second round, I'm thinking, holy crap, this guy's gonna lose, <laughs> yeah. lose three nothing on you know, and he's hasn't been beat yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I thought that was a particularly entertaining match. Jamie Sheldon. 
Uh, I've seen that exact same move that Jamie tried to pull off. I've seen him pin Alan Fisher with that move with big hit, top roll hit, where he, his wrist breaks back a little bit and then he was able to just drag through on side pressure. But, right. but Jeff, Hale, right. Jeff Hale's bicep power and just hold at the bottom there was rock solid. Right. Um, right. The only advice I would, the, after watching the match, I mean, I think Jamie was just a little bit too protective on keeping his hand too high yeah. with that side hit in the top roll. If he would have allowed himself to be sloppy and, and have Jeff really try to chase him by actually dumping his wrist while he was making that move, I think it would have yeah. applied a little bit more pressure on Jeff's hand. But yeah. yeah. That's it. And then the other one, Yona Blind and Valerie Beach, another 3-2 big comeback. Yona another Blind. another big comeback. Yeah, yeah. it was, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Valerie's got uh, quite the shoulder roller. She actually kind of reminded me of Ron Bath, you know, the way she stayed tight like that and got in kind of with behind her arm. But um, I don't know, uh, third match, she got maybe a little too confident and kind of stayed away and didn't was trying to pull outside a little bit more. And uh, yeah, she got caught. And yeah, yeah that's that turned the tables, right? Yeah, I thought Yona did, did really well from there. I, I, I wasn't confident that Yona was going to be able to get all the way back to a victory, but she did. And, that that, mm -hmm. that deep defensive hook that she was going to was was paying off dividends. So I thought right. that was awesome as well. But yeah. the, well, the, it goes to. Yeah, it goes to show that, I mean, there's just different types of arm wrestlers, right? I mean, there's there's people that are just great out of the blocks and are super sprinters, and then there's others that are borderline, you know, can maintain, and then the end game is their game. So when it when the tables turn like that in, a, in a, an endurance-type situation, when you're going four or five matches, yeah. um, it definitely shows, you know. Yeah, and of course, the, the other match that happened, John, was Mike Celiaris and Joel Hudak. I think this was the one we, that we got most correct with Mike Celiaris taking right. that one 3 nil and... It was good to see right. good to see Joel get into the match in the third round, but um, it was Mike's day for sure. Right, I know they're very evenly matched as far as arm strength goes, and uh, he was able to uh, to secure that not totally wrist to wrist, but enough where I thought, uh oh, Mike's going to be in trouble. But yeah, yeah he, he's, he he maintained kind of the semi king's move to to kind of neutralize that the yeah. power. I don't think Joel actually was able to apply full power because he still had a little bit of that outside. Yeah, um, position. Now, John, interestingly, um, now that Todd Hutchings has defeated Ron Barth and in dominant style, do do you think that this sets it up for Todd Hutchings to take on Devin Larratt at some stage? So you're already picking uh, Devin over Matt. Well, well I, 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 I just I actually I actually think Matt's going to win, but I just I, I'd prefer to see Todd against Devin just for the entertainment. Yeah, factor. I, I, and I think it'd be a I think it'd be a better match for Todd personally. I think uh, Matt. Uh, possesses a lot more um, hurt. I mean, Devin obviously has a top roll too, but I'm not sure Devin's is as explosive enough to take Todd out of position like Matt could. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would, I would love to see uh, Todd Hutchins, uh, uh, Devin Lorette match because, I mean, although Devin likes to sit in that def defensive position all coiled up, um, uh, Todd will take him to his side of the table, and I'll tell you what. I, I, you know, out of all the people that I pulled on this planet, um, Devin and Todd Hutchins have the most most endurance. So I mean, it would yeah. be it would be crazy to see who ended up breaking because I don't think Devin any, has ever pulled anybody that can apply that kind of pressure for that long, yeah. and doesn't ever doesn't doesn't seem to fade. I mean, he's he's he maintains good, good strong solid yeah. hook pressure. So. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I would love to see it. I, who's ever picking the next match at WAL? Is it the next one? For, we already know what's going on with 405, but 406. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, God, that, that well. We, we do. I do actually have some news regarding 406. A little bird um, 
got in contact with me over the weekend. I can't, I can't say who, but there is some information out on WAL 406. There's a new format. Um, you may, may have seen new format. That they're going to have um, a four-man lightweight section, a four-man middleweight section in kind of like a Royal Rumble style, um, almost a round robin. There's gonna, they're going to have super matches as well, six super matches, and then a championship belt is going to be fought ah. for. And in that, okay. in that, it is said to be there's a Eastern European multiple WAF champion who is a heavyweight going to be on that card. Uh, okay, <laughs> so I, I, so I, I didn't I missed the news. Uh, so the, uh, WAL 406 is going to have like a a little mini tournament. Yeah, well they're, they're going to have they're, like, they're a, not, not like a like a Grand so Prix they're, setup. They'll, they'll be they'll be forward to two to one. So they'll be a bracket of four people is what you're saying yeah i, I believe they're going to have a, a four person little yeah mini, mini mini tournament sort of thing royal rumble where they perhaps right. i'm not sure if it's going to be in an entirely round robin where everyone's going to take on everyone or if it's going to be an eliminator but um right. yeah so rather than just super <laughs> matches we're going to see these mini eliminators that are going to happen and um right right and yeah so and, so the multiple waf champion hmm yeah well, eastern european that, Eastern European, so oh well, that includes Bulgaria, right? Yeah, so I, think so I would, I would think maybe Krazy. I don't know. I, I can't imagine them bringing over someone like Pushkar or <laughs> Dennis. No, that's, yeah. that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's. Uh, I, I agree. Let's leave that alone for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pushkar would uh, would uh, come and uh, stamp his authority on it. I have no doubt. But Chafee has wanted a match with Pushkar. Maybe that's his opportunity. But. Um, I, I agree. I think yeah. Krazy. I think Krasimir Kostadinov is, is probably the man that, that that's alluding to. Right, right. Because he's probably, you know, I wouldn't even call him second tier. I mean, the guy is like top five in the world. So, I mean, mm. uh, yeah, he would be a perfect gauge to see how tough tough our North American pullers are for yeah. sure. And, and uh, just slotting him in straight away, if he came in and was in amongst the Devon Larrets and the Todd Hutchings and Matt Masks. That would that would be fascinating. That I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. it'd be it'd be awesome. So, four oh six. That's going to happen in September. I think September fifth. Um, so that w- will be an interesting card to hear about. No doubt, exciting news is going to come from that very soon. But um, right. Yeah, awesome stuff. And John, the the other thing that uh, happened um, over the weekend uh, down here in Australia was the Pound for Pounds Arm Fights Unleashed Supermatch Series uh, kicked off, which is the, the that series is all about showcasing predominantly the Southern Hem- Hemisphere, giving the Southern Hemisphere's pullers an opportunity to to get on the professional stage and um, and and show that we we're serious arm wrestling half of the world as well. So, did you get right. to see? Did you get to see any of that? I, I saw I saw one of your matches on uh, Instagram. Is that what you were talking about? The, yeah, the yeah, match yeah. with the, yeah. the, the New Zealand guy. Yeah, that was um, big Matahitawara from New Zealand. Uh, he he was um, eight time. He's eight time New Zealand champ, undefeated over there. I, I, yeah, no, I've, I pulled with that guy before. He's he's a he's a load. He's a, he's a lot to handle. He's got a huge hand, huge wrist, huge form. Um, I mean, even if you have the strength to beat the guy, I mean, it's just really difficult to even grab hold of him right he's yeah. just so big yeah. well where, where was the other five matches i didn't i only saw the one match so so we had there were three three super matches on the on the card so we had a lightweight uh, match that, that took place between sam burnett and rudy Minerva. that one went to sam burnett uh six nil that was a despite the score line it was actually a really tremendous match this young fella sam burnett uh, against a, a more seasoned gentleman rudy Minerva. sam uh, was catching hits and and pulling pulling back from the death uh six times in a row so that was 
very entertaining. And um, then we had Lachlan Adair against Louis Toimona. Lachlan Adair is our uh, current Australian left-hand national champion. Um, okay. And, and he, he was in dominant form. He he destroyed Louis. And Louis, Louis is a 300-pound arm wrestler, and, um, and Lachlan just was in absolute control and looked monstrous. So he's he's got his eyes on the inter- international cards. Um, he finished... Uh, he finished in the top 10 at WAF in his debut WAF um, uh, okay. two, two years ago. So he's he's a strong dude. And then it was my match with Matt. So, Right, 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 right. But we're, we're, uh, your other, you, you were best of five, best of six. Uh, we just so you guys had, went three, and three. We just went six rounds straight up. Six um, rounds. Okay. And, um, yeah, so my match with Matt ended at three all, um, which um, was was really good. I was, I was incredibly happy with that result because on paper, I, I honestly was like, the absolute outside outsider i was not even being given a chance by anyone so to get the right. three i was very happy right now the, the match that i saw you looked good i mean you were you you know had a little bit of that devon Lorette style right you kind of you got to <laughs> got a hold of them and you kind of position moved your elbow a little closer to your body a little closer to your body and just let you know blood them down yeah well yeah, that's it because i could feel straight away that i couldn't pin i didn't have the actual just drive to just go through that man's power so I was just—I right. just secured my cup, and I just let him attack and let let him attack. And every time he did, he was kind of bleeding out his own arm, and his pronation was starting to fade. So as as it right. got weaker, I got got the pin. But um, good deal. It it ended up being that every single time, whoever had the buckle on their hand lost the match. Um, so mm. it, I've never had a match before that felt so instrumental on on the strap position, like nor- on the nor- buckle. Yeah, normally it doesn't make that much of a difference, but in this match, it really felt like it did, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was. Mm. Yeah, uh, I mean, I know in the past when they did the buckle, you know, just typically not through the middle, that it was a huge advantage, but lately right now everybody's putting the buckle through the middle and it's yeah. kind of you know questionable and, whether or not there is any advantage and, th- and that was it like this this one the buckle did go through the middle of the, of the strap it was the fairer strap that we've been using for a few years now and and that's why it surprised me so much and when i reflect on the match uh, for me it was that just those couple of millimeters like i felt like i was able to get a couple of more degrees in my supination set when mm-hmm. the buckle wasn't on mm-hmm. my hand. And when it was on my hand, the referee was all over me like a hawk and he just, right. I just didn't get as much supination set into that strap and, and that, right. was, that was the difference. My wrist went back, yeah. so, yeah. More, but, more, more wrist curls, more cupping, more hand strength. I mean, yeah. how many times we repeat ourselves of how important <laughs> yeah. that is. I mean, that's, it's everything, right? That's it, that's it. But um, it was an awesome event and we had a big crowd too, so, uh, of non-arm wrestlers, which was awesome, so. Um, it was a really, really good event, but um, yeah, mm-hmm. can't wait to do it again. Good deal. But um, John, that, that's pretty much everything that's been going on. Uh, there's obviously lots, lots to look forward to with WL405. We've talked about that plenty of times. It's not, it's only a, a couple of, a couple of weeks away. I think um, uh, August, August 9th uh, is is that one. So we've got plenty. To August look 9th, and, and and where are they going? I don't even. Los Angeles. Don't know where they're going. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. shoot. You might. You should just drive up there and go Close. check it out. Yeah. No. Yeah. I would love to, but well, yeah, it's still yeah. a six-hour drive. I could jump on an airplane, I guess. And yeah. Do well, it. You know, if you do that, they probably you're probably going to get hassled as well to be on. on the yeah. Table. <laughs> I, I, I maybe make a few bets with Devin before his match with Matt. Get it, get in his head a little bit. <laughs> I, I've actually done pretty well against bets with Devin, so yeah, that would probably mess with him a little bit. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. I should go out there and harass him. Yeah, that'll be good. It'll be good to see you there for sure. But um, that one, August 9th, is not far away. And, of course, 
yeah, the big match, Devin and Matt, um, and the winner probably to take on Todd Hutchings, as we said before. I would love to see it. Awesome. Love to see it. All right, John, well, thank you very much for joining us on the show once again, and uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you here. All right, Ryan. Take care. Until next time. All right. See you guys. Bye.